Welcome back to The Tangent on Sem Casual Podcast. My name is Eric Tamney, and I'm filling in for Joe Creevy today. Today we have a bit of a special episode for you. If you tuned in last week, you were able to listen to a special episode that Joe recorded with his brother, Mike Creevy. Mike Creevy is the host and author of the Gracious Guest podcast. Um, it was a two-part episode discussing Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King. And so if you haven't listened to that part, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode six of The Tangent. Uh, or if you are already caught up, uh, you can join us today as Mike and Joe discuss particular tracks on the album and much, much more. So without further ado, let's get started. So with the the album itself, I mean, like what, were there any standout tracks in particular you really kind of enjoyed or, or I mean... Yeah, there's um, a couple that I've like. Well, first of all, I, I like the diversity of style. Like, there's yeah. some that's straight hip hop. There's some that has like a, a driving beat. There's some right. that's gospel. You yeah. know, well, and, he's very uh, he's very eclectic too. You use that you use that word earlier. I think same kind of right thing about him. Yeah, like he he knows his. It, it's like the uh, to use a parallel, Mike Tyson. Oh, was yeah. a connoisseur of fighting. Like yeah. he understood how, you know, Rocky Marciano threw a jumping right hook and right. You know, like, so he'll right. incorporate that. Similarly, like, yeah, Kanye will listen to different things and you see that he, he's, uh, he's truly an artist. He's familiar with music and different yeah. approaches, different theories and knows right. when to use what. Um, right. I'm blanking on the song right now, but one of the songs, for instance, starts off with, it's clearly a, uh, when you leave your car door open with the keys in, oh, and yeah. you get the ding, 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 ding. That's yeah. like how the how it starts off, and yeah. it, it drives the whole song, which is know. like <laughs> I have to go back. I don't know if you've heard that yeah. one. Yeah, I, I can find that. Can. But uh, yeah. so you know, just from the musical structure, it was impressive. But some of the ones that stuck out, especially you know, as a seminarian listening for God and everything, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Number one, God is. Yeah. That song. Yeah. I was struck. I was struck by that because I I get disappointed in our our English translations of trying to make sense. It's it's a famous line when Moses interacts with God as the burning bush. Mm -hmm. And up until this point, uh, God is like a He's almost avoiding uh, a name. Right. And yeah. you know who are you? The God of Abraham. You know, it's, right. it's the title of what he is, not who he is. Yeah, yeah. And um, which is kind of a distant relationship. It's like, okay, I'm, right. I'm creation, you're creator. Okay, so out of obedience, I should follow, you know, uh, right. be respectful and of you. At most, you know? like an ancestral marker, you know, so it's like, I'm, you right. know, you're in the ballpark, but yeah, it doesn't say his name. Right. And what about the God of, uh, you know, the Canaanites? Mm. You know, like this is our tribal God. It's mm -hmm. kind of the, the early understanding of him. But in Moses, you have this, this hair-raising moment that is a big moment for the Jews and the Christians, that he reveals that he is being. Yeah. I, I am who I am. So he is existence. Right. Now, this is something that is just, you, it's a mystery. It's mind-blowing. It's not that he is creation. We don't, we're not pantheists where we worship every chair, you know? Right. Um, but no, that he is being itself. So, so whenever you see anything, whenever you interact with being, whenever you have a life experience, that is God. Right. You know, 
Yeah. Uh, that's, that's an effect of God. So just in the title, you're seeing that he has some theological understanding that's deeper than a lot of hymnals in our parishes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, which was like one of the things I found striking right away. Like this isn't, well, I'm not going to call out any specific songs, but there's some <laughs> hymns out there that are just wrong. Yeah, well, uh, and, and we'll go, I read we'll go easy. And I thought, well, yeah, I thought, well, this is theologically sound. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that we should sing it on Sundays, but uh, just as far as healthy things to listen to, it's a beautiful thing. You know, like uh, when you listen to that song, that his experience of God that you, you know, you're my all in all. Well, and, and the, the boldness of, and this, you know, I mean, again, like how we don't see a lot of spiritual warfare, really, you know what I mean? Like in our music. Um, a lot of his right. songs had that theme. I love the line. I just, I'm looking here to, uh, in, I think my personal favorite and the one that seems to be really getting the most downloads right now is closed on Sunday, <laughs> you know? And I think it's yeah. because like, it's so kind <laughs> to have that line, you know, you're my Chick-fil-A number one with lemonade. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like laughing. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And, well, and the message in it's so good, some, but yeah. Well, with that, it's for a sense of humor, right? you know? Yeah. Uh, like it shows a lightheartedness, which, which I, I like, um, well, but there's be, some good lines in there too, about what to do with yeah. your children. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking too, at the end, you know, he says, uh, he says something about like, um, like he has, his, uh, I got my weapons in the spirits land and he ends with that line. Yeah. I love it. The, uh, uh, Jezebel don't even stand a chance. And that's a theme. Like first off, good, good for him for making a Jezebel reference. Cause who even knows that story? You know, but, then, but, but the idea, the idea of this culminating sort of character that really epitom in the Old Testament that really epitomizes the the really seductive temptation of the world in such a manifest way, like this particular evil queen, you know, who kind of is like the face of all that, and for him to kind of depict all of his temptations and all that stuff as as that as Jezebel is very interesting. Um, yeah. And, the, and which is neat too, because there was a quote just a few, there's, he's getting all this press obviously now and he's being asked about this. And I just saw a quote from the other day that he just said, um, and talking about his past, he says, uh, quote, when I was trying to serve multiple gods, it drove me crazy uh, in reference to, and he, he calls it the God of ego, the God of money, the God of pride, the God of fame. And then he says, I didn't even know what it meant to be saved. You know, and then he says, yeah. you know, now I yeah. love Jesus Christ. I love Christianity. But that, that line I thought was really powerful too for him and, and seeing that in this music, the idea that he didn't even, you know, it's like we often see in, in the spiritual life when, you know, you don't seek out, like Jesus says, you know, I came to call sinners, not, not you know, or to heal those who are sick, not healthy persons. In other words, you know, if you don't, if he's got the cure and he's standing right there with it and you're like, no, I'm good. And he's like, no, you need the cure. He's like, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you, that, that's great that you have that. You know, no, you are like, your limbs are falling off. You are dying and you just don't know it. And, um, right. and so he, and he keeps hitting that theme like in the James Corden video, when he asks him near the end about like, what do you, when people say this is, cause they will, and they are already, when people say this is nonsense, this is a, a, a stunt, you know, and he just looks so sincere to me about like, when you're, you know, the, knowing the difference between you when you're asleep and when you're awake, you know, that oh, kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm rambling, but just a couple of things there that I just thought were so interesting, like those themes you're seeing throughout, like that seem very sincere about him giving voice to this struggle that, you know, he is admitting is not over. Well, no. Yeah. And as a, as a Christian, you know, as Christians who are in the fight, you know, who are, are trying, you know, mm. uh, the number one, we know that we'll never be perfect. That's if we were, it'd be a very boring existence. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is when we talk about eternity. Imagine if you got it all figured out in this lifetime. What are you going to do <laughs> for eternity? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like the goal is growing. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and so that's that's kind of the Christian message is that you know, like it's it's about attempt, it's about growth. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing that got me uh, uh, was his other interviews of uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I think I if I yeah, remember. Yeah, I right, didn't but, see that one. Right. Yeah. I heard about it. So he said a line in there that was interesting that shows, at least to me, an honest uh, Christian disposition where uh, Jimmy said, um, so are you now a, a Christian artist? And he said, I'm a Christian everything. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a good line. <laughs> Which really hit me too, because like sometimes we box it like you're a Christian artist. Like, well, that's not what a Christian is. A Christian is somebody whose life yeah. is converted, you know, or is right. trying, you know. Right. And it's in every aspect because we have challenges and, you know, we have challenges at work. We have challenges in our family life. We have, yeah. uh, you know, challenges when we're driving, you know, like there's <laughs> being a Christian is in every front. Yeah. Uh, this, this, uh, attempted, you know, the, the proper term is metanoia, this, uh, redirection of spinning around, you know, they're right. like, Oh, I'm on the wrong path. If I follow what the world is saying, you know, right. and if I, if I go on the Christian path, I look like a madman. You know, yeah, and and that's there. People are, are quick to bring up his mental health, is, you know, issues. Yeah, yeah. Which, if that's even if that's the case, yeah, it bothers me because we're we're saying out loud in our culture that like, oh no, we're you know, we're open to people having mental health problems, right. you know, and it's good and to go get help, right. but then yeah. make fun of them, yeah, in public, yeah. How you know when it doesn't that? suit your opinion. Right. And Joe, I got to tell you this because this is hilarious that you bring this up because, you know, not hilarious, but I mean, it's it's just a hilariously absurd reality. As right. I, was reading, I just read a couple reviews. I didn't read many, but some of the, the mainstream reviews uh, the, on the Pitchfork review, um, they just flat out in that article. I, I don't have the author's name here, but I'll put the link there. Flat out. Um, they may make a passing mention of similarities, like the obvious similarities between religious devotion and mania. You know, so they just yeah. flat out say in the article, like, if you believe in God or have devotion to God, you know, you're pretty much you're insane, which again is like you said, making fun of mental struggle as well. And then they also yeah. said, they, this is a quote I, I, I got to kick out of life is not black and white and neither is the experience of communing with any God. And all I could think of was says who you like, what? Right. <laughs> yeah. So it just, yeah, what's your authority to say that? Yeah. It, it's just, you know? um, uh, and then here's, I got to give you one more here. The same article, uh, revelations in recent weeks. This is good. Cause now they're like mocking his, his devotion too. uh, revelations in recent weeks that he admonished his wife for wearing tight clothes, asked collaborators to abstain from premarital sex and began keeping a Christian scorecard that include limiting himself to two curse words a day suggest his interpretation of the gospel has been more dogmatic than faithful. What? what does that sentence even mean? <laughs> it's just, right. so, so like, they I don't as, understand I'm, the words they're using. No. And that's, that's exactly and my I, point is, as I think, you know, and I'm just going to throw that out there and see what you think. The, from my quick little read the last few days, not surprisingly, mainstream culture doesn't seem to have the capacity to even possibly understand this if it's legit and true. Like they, they're so no, completely they, out of, out of their depth to even comprehend it because they right. don't, by and large, they don't, take it seriously in the first place, like religious belief. So they can't imagine that anybody else possibly could, you know, so that, that's, they're they're very, yeah. (laughs) They lack the vocabulary and therefore the abstract intellect. Mm -hmm. 
So they can't even perceive the concepts that they're mocking and, right. you know, try to dismiss it. And this is something I see regularly in culture that really bothers me is that, you know, like it's so dismissive. Yeah. And it's, in, it's like cringeworthy from my perspective, right. you know, where it's like you don't you have no idea what you're talking about, but you're making light of it, you know? Right. Um, well, and speaking about it like you are an expert. Right. Now, with, uh, uh, the case, because I'm glad I, I want to talk about this, too. What's interesting is, is on the side, too, watching the growth. Uh, number one, that, I, I saw that interaction with him and Kim about her dress, you know, mm -hmm. or how she would dress. And he said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing something like this, though, but he, he basically asked her to be more modest because when everyone sees, you know, her, her openly like that, it hurts his soul. Mm -hmm. What's well, his that's wife? That's not a dogmatic, <laughs> right? It's not because a dogmatic he loves her, argument. Yeah. That, right. Right. That is, a, that is a, an argument from a husband to a wife about this is how I feel when this happens. That, it's, it's Christian intuition mm -hmm. is what it is. Yeah. Now, why does that hurt him? Well, because it's not, we know theologically then, well, it's because he belongs to her and she belongs to him, right. not to anyone else. Right, right. You know, they've committed to one another. and well, um, Including to others' imaginations. And was, right. And then what was interesting on her part, too, is she said, you know, like uh, something along the lines is like, she was, you know, kind of arguing back, but she said, I'm not where you're at. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and, true. Uh, yeah. And I thought, how how odd is it? I, if you asked me two years ago, would I ever look at Kim and Kanye as an example of a healthy marriage and a healthy conversation? With <laughs> Probably <a> not. <laughs> <laughs> right. But they're, they're challenging each other because they're in the same race. Mm -hmm. You know, they're runners on the, the same, same track yep, and they're in it together. Track. Yeah. Well, and he had some that, thoughts about marriage too. And that, that uh, James Gordon interview, you know? Yes. And, Kids, and, yeah, his, yep. his pro-life position was, I mean, my jaw hit oh, yeah. the floor because yeah. once again, I doubt he's well-read in like, you know, Vatican documents, no. but it's no, that yeah, Christian no intuition, you know? The, the, recognition, uh, that, the recognition of the tr what's truly valuable. And again, that, that to you know, go back to the songs too. I mean, that's all throughout, you know, that's a, that's a recurring theme through all of those songs. You know, the idea of here's, you know, I, these are the riches, quote unquote, that I was seeking and have been seeking and even still have, right? Like, cause he's talking about that too. Like he's still, he's making lots of money, but, but a real, yeah. a, at least a, a intuition, you keep using that word. That's a great word. The intuition that that stuff at the end of the day, like it's, it's great, but it's not as, it's not as great as we think it is. And it doesn't give what it promises. And you know, yeah. there is nothing like your, your own children, <laughs> you know, no. with, yeah. with all the struggle that it brings, you know, that it's, you can't compare them. Um, so that, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. You yeah. Know. You know, when, when you have children have, have always been a blessing. Mm -hmm. I mean, throughout human history, the idea is, is that you've conquered death. You will last another generation. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like there's, uh, just a, and you know, not even, you know, blanketed as a Christian, just as a human. Oh yeah. That oh, your, yeah. your line moves on. And yeah. it's so warped when you look at it that the last, like, you know, 50, 100 years where, uh, boy, you know, I'm not ready to have kids or maybe later or, you know, like, it has always been a human panic that I must have children. And right. if I don't, it's, it's sad, you know? Well, and... and, and uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. It shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, no, it just, it shouldn't be surprising. But that, that also shows, you know, where we're at. That when he said that, you know, he'd have, what was it, seven? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> being open to life is like, oh, yeah, you know, it shows how backwards we've gotten. Yeah. But, you know, James Corden, you don't know, like he's kind of being funny about it, but he's, he's like, I have to talk to my wife. You know, like, yeah, right. Like, well, no, yeah, but, but I, yeah, I, truth I, in jest, though, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I, I like that. I want to go back to just, uh, um, just we, we only have a couple minutes left here, but maybe just to kind of start to, yeah. to bring it to a close here. You know, something you said earlier really caught my eye, and it goes back to the God Is song. Um, and I just want to mention that, and then the song Water. If I forget, remind me. But oh, um, Water was yeah. But that you know, Jesus uh, in the in the song God Is, he you know he sings, Jesus saved me, now I'm sane. And, you know, like that idea of the connection to, you know, there's some connection maybe perhaps obviously to some of his mental you know, health struggles and, and the, the context for some of that when, when by his own admission, some of this recent, you know, fervor and this, this conversion experience really started to kick in for him apparently. But it also made me think of that line in First Corinthians uh, uh, chapter one, and, and it's exactly what you were just talking about, where Paul talks about, you know, we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. You yeah, know, and that, that, that foolishness, and again, because that's where we're at, you know, verse 25, for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. So, very right. simply, the reason that the sort of culture, again, you know, like, let's, let's take Kanye at his word and say that this is a genuine conversion, it will, they will never understand it. <laughs> it's, you know, biblical principle yeah. 101, because up is down, right? You know, Christ right. comes, the whole purpose of his, his his coming is to show that sin has completely warped and twisted everything, you know? So what, yeah. what most people, most of us are walking around usually just kind of not even batting an eyelash to, you know, is, is like, no, that's everything is inside out and upside down. So when you are then right side up, you know, you will look like an absolute insane person, you know, and the, the, yeah. you know, they will not understand us, you know, when, when we live that way. Um, and I yeah, think I mean, and this is a whole other conversation, but you know, when you see people in the church or people anywhere, or maybe us starting to be like loved and applauded by the culture, like certain church figures sometimes who are applauded by the culture and, you know, brought trotted all over the place from talk shows and stuff, you know, like to talk about Jesus, right. like in that kind of way, you know, where, where it actually starts to make me a little nervous because that's not really why yeah. people are bringing Kanye on their show. They're bringing Kanye on their show because he's Kanye. <laughs> You know, they're not right. bringing him on their show because he, because of his perceived authentic Christianity. When they start doing that, you want to run the other way. <laughs> and, and give it time. The more, if he stays on this path and continues, you know, uh, growing in his faith, you will see him assaulted more and more. Yeah. Uh, I, I no think doubt. it's already started, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but the more he commits to it, the more that you hear things like, you know, if he asks his wife to dress modestly, that that's. Okay, now he's a bigot. You know, he's a sexist. Right. He's yeah, trying exactly. to control his wife. Yep. And it's going to keep getting worse. Now, to play off of what you're saying, too, the, uh, I always like to, to bring up that the, the mark of the divine is irony. Mm -hmm. You know, that I will send you a messiah. You know, a great, you know, at the, at the time what they thought, a great political leader. Mm -hmm. And it's people who can't find a, a place to stay for the night yeah. in a cave a pooping and a baby. baby in a manger. Right. <laughs> right. Like, okay, that's not what we were expecting. So right. if that's how he's acted every time, and he, like you said, he turns you know, everything upside down. Yeah. Until you accept him, it's going to sound crazy. Right. You know? But once you accept it, then you start to, to see it everywhere. You know? Um, that it is, well, and, you know, like... And we're not, you know, we're of course not calling, you know, Kanye the, the new Moses or the new Jesus, but, but, there, but there is an important connection to not miss that, you know, the, the same God who does what he does through 
these unlikely from from our normal rules sort of perspective the same god who who achieves these these different things to greater or lesser degree in his in his grand design is the god who's working with us today you know yeah <laughs> you know now, one, so, one more thing i want to point out for yeah, safety sure. with all this is yeah. that it is, I think, it's interesting, and I, I think it speaks to the truth that everyone is affected by it. Everyone's paying attention, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think shows, shows the truth of what's going on. But it's also important to remember that our Savior is not in Kanye's salvation. Right. You know, like my, my eternal hope, you know, I'm very happy for Kanye, and I'm rooting for him. Mm-hmm. He, may, he may stumble, though, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, as we all sure. do. And one of the things that kind of gave me a sign of that, that I, you know, like, cause he needs, he'll grow, you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. but he was saying that like his, his, his he was interpreting his, fi- his financial success right. with his conversion. Right. Now that, that starts to stink of prosperity gospel. Right. If you do these things, God will reward you with wealth. Well, it'd be nice if he did, but that right. isn't the measure of right, spirituality. Exactly. Yep. And very yep. often it's the opposite. Sure. You know, very often he actually, he tests you. Um, but the more spiritually bound you are to him, the more he tests you to build character, which makes it harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes it's actually the suffering that's the mark that I'm doing the right thing because the devil's trying everything he can to stop me. Sure. You know, so well, hopefully, I'm, you know, he does well, but. Time yeah, will tell. <laughs> yeah, time will tell. So. And and I'll, I'll tell you what we should we should probably bring it to a close here quick. Maybe just you know last thoughts on yeah. the, the album itself and you know uh, recommendations, favorite favorite track maybe. <laughs> yeah, so I think overall favorite uh, so far because I don't think I've heard everyone. I've heard most, mm-hmm. but I really like use this gospel. Yeah, that's a pretty cool. I one. like oh, as a, as a total song, like the the lyrics, the actual music, like it's got a, a good uh, hook and drive. Um, is that the so one, the, the Kenny G solo at the end? Yeah, and yeah. then he has Kenny G in it, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy, you know? Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, that's just a good overall, I think, representative song of the album. Yeah. And I'd sure. say, listen to it and, and uh, revel in the fact that we actually have, as Christians, here's a hip-hop album that you can listen to and not feel guilty. Right. Yeah. You know, point. <laughs> family so, friendly. Yeah. Enjoy the music. Yeah, exactly. You can put it on. You're not worried about what's going to be yeah. said, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. and I, I think honestly, like the, my no sort of, words. no, yeah. And my, my sort of last, my sort of last thought on it for what it's worth is just to me, I, I really think this whole album, I, I think it's a mistake to sort of judge it just based on the normal sort of categories that these albums get judged by. Because I think at the end of the right. day, what to me, what really, what it, what it is, in fact, is basically one man's sort of spiritual warfare soundtrack. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I feel like that's kind of the feel I got. Because a lot of it, there, there are elements of it that are like my, you know, Christine was saying, you know, my wife Christine was saying that uh, uh, certain certain aspects of it that were almost like you know, like Broadway esque or kind of like uh, you know, like a film soundtrack feel. And when she said yeah. that, I was like, wait a minute, yeah, because it's. Yeah. And again, like I said earlier, like some of it's almost Psalm like, which, you know, if you don't see yeah. that connection, you don't know the Psalms, you know, go read the Psalms, you know, and the language sometimes seems weird to us and we're not used to talking that way. But if you really read them, as you know, you know, that's, you know, yeah. h- hatred, despair, anger, like, like every human emotion experience, addiction, it's all yeah. in there and, and wrestling right. with it. And I love like this, the last kind of thing I wanted to say, but was I was just thinking before watching, I hadn't seen the James Corden video yet. 
and I thought it was very interesting because I thought li- listening back to where we, you and I started here with Jesus walks, you know, that line yeah. um, at the beginning of the song, when he says, oh. you know, all the things we're at war with and that kickoff, you know, but most of all, we're at war with ourselves. And it's yeah. like very true. And he knew that then, but now he knows it so much more, you know, in a way he never even realized. But then I, I thought it was brilliant how in that James Corden video, how they have him rap, you know, and, and do Jesus walks again, like in 2019. And yeah. the two things that I just, I found very touching was he specifically changed. I don't know if you caught this. He changed the, the one lyric when he says, uh, he used to say, I ain't here to argue about his facial features or here to convert atheists into believers. When he rapped yeah. on the plane, he said, um, I ain't here to talk about, to argue about his facial features. We here to convert atheists into believers. <laughs> like he, yeah, completely flipped it. And like, that is in his mind, like that is important, you know? And then yeah. the beautiful end of it, you know, I want to talk to God. I ain't afraid, you know, cause that used to be oh, the, yeah. end, the end of it, you know, but I'm afraid yeah. we ain't, we, we ain't yeah. spoken so long. So I thought, yeah, it was just interesting. Yeah. And you could see it looked it looked like he really believes it, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah I, don't. And I, especially, I think that's a great place, you know, uh, yeah. great final piece is that, don't be afraid to talk to God. Yeah. And like, it's so you can see it written all over his face that like with that, you know, we, that's a common human error is that I need to get right before I go back to him. Right. No, yeah. he knows, you know, <laughs> and he knew before you did it that you were going to do it. And he knows the, the, the uh, damage of it more than you do. Right. The first step is to go back and talk to him and it's out of talking to him that all the goodness flows. You know, yeah. that's what puts a smile on Kanye Webb's face is he is, he is praying, mm-hmm. you know, guaranteed. Yeah. And so that at the very least is, is wonderful. A step in the yeah. right direction. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So. Well, Joe, thanks so much for coming on. How do the people uh, keep track of uh, your, your work, which you guys are doing on your podcast over there? Well, if you go, we have a website, you, uh, uh, what is it? Semcasual.org. Okay. And there you'll see, you know, it's seminary life, pop culture, there's other things, but on the, the right side, there's a tab for podcasts. You click on that and you can listen to the, the various podcasts. Mine's The Tangent with Joe Creevy. Nice. <laughs> and it is, it is a great so, show. So thank, thanks so much for being the first guest on The Gracious Guest Show. And uh, we'll have to do this again. Oh, yeah. No, thank you, Mike. All right. We'll see you. So that's the end of our episode today. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you want to give us an idea for a show, you can send us an email at semcasualpodcast at scs.edu. That's semcasualpodcast, S-E-M-C-A-S-U-A-L podcast at scs.edu. And write the tangent in the subject line. Um, I'm Eric Tamney, and you've been listening to The Tangent. Until next time. Grab yourself a beverage or hop if you want to just pass to my leverage. The evidence, as they say, is in the pudding. So show me the money like my name is Cuba Gooding. It ain't fool's gold, it's gold, fool. Can't stop, won't stop keeping it old school.